Numb Phil's Fan Podcast for October 3rd, 2016. It's your host, David Palermo here. You can find me on Twitter, at NumbBillsFan, and it's usually always me tweeting unless some unless Adam Deakey over here bails me out here and tosses me a little uh, promotion game. Yeah, I try to, I try to stay out of your way. Because I got my own damn Twitter, NumbBillsAdamD. You can follow me if you want to. Yeah. It's pretty good. Episode number 82. We're coming at you. Check us out, as always, at numbillsfan.com. You can get all the latest, the greatest, and some of the old stuff, too. So make sure you stop by and check us out over there. And uh, make sure you check out our homies over at punchdrunksports.com. Yeah, it's pretty uh, wild. If you don't don't know what Punch Drunk Sports is, uh, it's initially a podcast at Punch Drunk on Twitter. Yeah, they do a weekly podcast. Three awesome comedians: Sam Tripoli, Ari Shafir, and Jason Tebow. And really, it's pretty sweet. Check them out. Anything in general sports that you want to talk about, they even talk baseball, UFC, and they have great guests. So check it out. Also, PunchDrunkSports dot com. We are the Official exclusive podcast covering the Buffalo Bills for Punch Drunk Sports Channel coming to you soon. So we're pretty stoked on that. And also, 7 p.m. Wednesdays. Yeah, we do a live show presented exclusively by BillsForLife.com. And you can check that out on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash NumBillsFan. And we... uh, we get out, man. We get we, down and dirty. You want to come talk some get trash? Out there. Come hit us up. I mean, so essentially what goes on, we set up the computer. We have our all-pro overlay, thanks to Adam over here, because he just conquers shit like that. Really cool. All the details, all the website, that's all him. If you need a website made, you hit him up. you want anything made, you hit him up. And, and really, it's cool to interact with people. We set up the laptop. We put on the camera. Interact with us. Cut us off. You know, call us out right on the spot. We'll, we'll talk back, whatever. But we're pretty psyched. We're usually pretty positive. So all that happens out of us is, oh, okay, you want to go jump off the Peace Bridge? Go yeah. for it. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, no, we're the guys who uh, who try to talk talk ourselves into this shit. And guess what? This week, we were right. We were right, man. Patriots, no Tom Brady. We walked into Foxborough. Came out. We're back to two and two. We're we're even on the on the standings. Belichick Belichick is throwing his iPad, I believe, in the first quarter. That's a Microsoft Surface official tablet of the NFL. Get it right. <laughs> so they say. For I'm still convinced that if you don't, if, don't. You use, if you use any Microsoft product, you're probably like. Damn, this thing froze again? Nah, get out of here. For real, I think they have like a Microsoft Surface case that goes around an iPad because all yeah, the no, players well, refer wrong. to it as iPad. 
Nah, man. Unless like, it's on the sideline, maybe it's that's just That's service. just because iPad has taken taken that market, man. What, like Kleenex? It, it, exactly. Or like or Q-tips. Like, you don't be like, hey, can can you pass me the store brand cotton swab? No, you say, let me, let me get a Q-tip. Besides, who would throw an iPad? Microsoft Surface, piece of shit. Yeah, spike the shit out of that. You're doing yourself a favor. Never mind a paperweight. You got to shovel the snow off your car. You might as well just grab a stick off your freaking tree and duct tape it to your Microsoft Surface and push it off. Who knows? Maybe a frozen Belichick. He's like, God damn it. Yeah, well. We're on to the next play, but first off. Maybe if I smash this, I don't know. Maybe they, uh, maybe they got the headsets mixed up this week. Maybe his headset went out and he was just mad. No, I don't know. All I know is that, that team was... played like their fucking headsets were out, man. I want, I don't want to be too arrogant over here, but so, so right God, off... damn, man! Right off the bat, you know we're seeing this Patriots team go three and zero, and as Bills fans. You know, at 0-2, we're like, you got to be kidding right now. Yo, that 0-2 pit. definitely on some life isn't fair shit, watching, watching them go out there with these backup quarterbacks. It's just like, I mean, they shut out the Texans. And I, I look at the Texans, and I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty good team, you know? Like, that's a, that's a strong defense. No, wrong. Shut out by a third string quarterback, and at that point they're they're praising this kid to high house. He can do no wrong. We beat him. I mean, oh, he's just a backup. But you know, a week ago, see, look, we can win with anybody, right? That was that was what they were saying, right? The Patriots can win with anybody. Well, does it really count? I mean, I don't think we should really count it as a win because you know Tyrod Taylor, he's still not okay. Look. Stop with all that garbage. Yeah, the Patriots fans can put any asterisks on, on this that they want. I don't give a shit. We shut you out in your own house. And I'm talking to you, Bill Belichick. How often do you get to say that Rex Ryan outcoached Bill Belichick? Like, really? Or any coach? I love any I coach. love it because not only did he outcoach him, but he trolled him the whole way along, man. He just came hard with the troll game. Even after even after the win, he's just like, oh, I'm LA, I guess. You know, I, I love it. Well, did you did you catch what Rex Ryan did? So a, a couple of press conferences ago, the the last one before the the game, Rex Ryan goes, "Oh, I know, I know who the starting quarterback is. I know who that is." And uh, yeah, I, I mean, so then after the game, he goes, he goes, yeah, he was in. I, yeah, I know somebody in the building. Rex and his sources, his sources in the building. And then he does an interview with John Murphy, and he's like, yeah, I just threw that out there just because I know that he's just going to go nuts. Who yeah. said what? Who said what? Yeah. So all these little articles that are popping up, stemming from all these New England Patriots fan groups, Rex didn't cheat. He's just. Busting balls like he does. He's, he doesn't have his source. He even talked about it earlier in the week that they had a game plan for everybody. For everybody that, that could be uh, starting at quarterback. He was kind of throwing shots out there too. Uh, Rex Ryan saying, he goes, 
Yeah, they were missing their guy, and we had my we had our team. And, and if anything, is that a shot at Belichick saying like, "You are nothing without the quarterback"? Because frankly, you know they did go three and zero. But when you really sit down and think about it, and and the, the feeling in your heart when you're watching this New England team, now I'm sure we were all sitting there collectively like, "Don't fuck this up, please." Football gods, let this break really count. And, and, and guess what happens? No, it's funny because you said this to me on the phone yesterday, and it was the same thing I was thinking all through that fucking fourth quarter, that last drive even. You were like thinking to yourself, it ain't over. You know, that's, you told me that on the phone when we talked. I was thinking the same exact thing like, oh, my God, they could still get in that end zone and then like – onside kick like right right till the very last second i was like these guys could still get in this game so what we're trying to say here is um the patriots play like the bills when you think about it and what's great is seeing all these patriots fans going nuts going absolutely nuts and, and sal capaccio give him credit on wgr he brought up he was on the sidelines and, and i listened to murph and Kelso, while I was watching the game at home, and it was great. I, I haven't done that in a long time. I didn't have any bad TV commentary, and I kind of like the delay a little bit. It's pretty nice if you're doing it from an antenna because I ain't paying for cable. Get out of here. I already had a Sunday ticket, too much money. Anyways, I, I, I really look at it like when you are that spoiled, Sal Capaccio saying, like, you these guys, these fans are so spoiled. They're booing after two bad offensive series right out the gate for the Patriots. You have a third-string injured quarterback in there. I mean, come on. It's not that bad. And there's a whole generation of these Bills fans who only know losing, and there's a whole generation of these Pats fans who only know winning. And guess what? It's almost like the Patriots started getting big right when the internet started lifting off. I mean, the Patriots were beating the greatest show on turf when, like, Napster was out. I was like, there's no way a song is three megabytes. Get out of here with our, like, 100 <laughs> megabyte freaking hard drives at the time. Like, no. And then you have MySpace, which is, like, a pin cushion for, you know, like, whatever. So it's like... And then, you know, Dane Cook, Dane Cook gets gets huge with my say. You know, so much in, in the Cook. social development. What I'm saying is What here, the fuck? <laughs> listen, man. What I'm saying here is the world exploded with MySpace. The world exploded with social networking and all this stuff. And the Patriots have I wish been Dane winning. Dane Cook would explode. The, Patri- <laughs> the Patriots have been winning this entire time. And it's like, so what I'm trying to tell you is they are like the darlings of the NFL. They are just... Oh, you're not beating the pace. They came to the pass. They came to domination when it was easy to, to view this team easier and easier. They're so easily accessible. And even people on NFL now, when I'm watching this preview, were against the Bills. And, and there's like little comments. I caught a comment. Um, you know, the Bills had the little scuffle, okay? I want to get to that. They set the tone with that little scuffle. Supposedly, Brissett and uh, Mitchell came, came, or Brissett might have run through the defensive players on their sideline, and came out and said some shit. So, I don't know what the deets were. Well, no, I guess they jogged through the uh, the DB drills a couple of times, so. 
on the on the next time through, Bland came up and told him to knock it the fuck off. Right. So, yo, shout out to Bland. I like it. Other people might not like that. Oh, you don't need to do that. Think whatever you want. This is a goddamn serious tone setter as far as I'm concerned. People might not think that you need to do that to win games that don't. But when you rile up the troops and you can rile them up to stay focused. Now, I was a little concerned seeing Aaron Williams. You know, like, was it Aaron Williams or was it just Bland? I thought I thought Aaron was, Williams eventually. It was Bland like, at first. Aaron Williams came flying in. I thought I saw Roby maybe throw a little slap at the helmet. And uh, <laughs> good though, man. Yeah, like, I don't. I really don't care. That's not going to bother good. me. No, good, good. It is what it is. It's not every day that you get to face the Patriots with a rookie fucking quarterback. Shake his ass up. Because, I mean, he was obviously trying to get in their head. Or maybe not. Maybe he's so green he didn't know where the fuck he was. I don't know what happened, but that kid was was off. The Bills made him be a quarterback. LeGarrette Blount, leading rusher in the NFL, just absolutely shut down. And they made him. They made Brissett do his thing, and frankly, it's like to 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 go back to what I'm talking about. I'm so excited today. I'm talking in circles. These Patriots fans are spoiled. This Patriots team played like the Bills. They had Bills problems. This shutout was enormous, like absolutely enormous. Brady or not, that's in Foxborough, where teams barely ever win. I don't want to hear it. That stadium is almost, when you hear John Murphy talk, he hints pretty heavily, wow, isn't this odd where these press boxes, you know, where where the boxes are located, you know? Like, like maybe even Gillette Stadium is, like, made kind of in cheater land, you know, if you want to go off that ledge of conspiracies. You, you know, who knows? It, it's been thrown out there. So, seeing Bill Belichick flustered early in the game, I thought, okay, this is a good thing. This is really a good thing. And he was frustrated on a LaShawn McCoy touchdown. And it was great. It was really great. Because the Bills still ran the ball on this team. Now, they didn't crush it, but Tyrod Taylor threw for a lot. As in, like, Attempts. This whole team just seemed to play together. And it wasn't like LaShawn McCoy put up huge stats or even Tyrod Taylor threw up huge stats. But offensively, it was like the timing was just right. When you needed LaShawn McCoy to get a few more yards than you needed to, he did it. When you needed Robert Woods to catch a ball and know where he was to stretch out and get that first down, he did it. Yeah, even when it was like... A twenty-yard affair. He made that. He made that play happen. He was so. Robert Woods was so open, and you're seeing guys like Nickel Leary making some grabs. You're seeing Charles Clay get some targets. Chris Brown brought up the point today that uh, Charles Clay had more catches than he did targets last week. So that's pretty sweet. That's really sweet. I can't complain. This offensive line right now seems like they are on a terror. Yeah, man. They're 
they're killing it. And I mean, Chantrell Henderson's coming back after this, after this week too. I mean, as is Marcel Darius. Right. We're getting some key guys back now. No one's even talking about that. Yeah, but you want like I'll hit the defense in a sec. But as far as the offensive line goes. Their run blocking is on. I love seeing 64 running around. I, I love seeing these guys just doing their thing, gelling. Jordan Mills looks good. Miller looks good, like they're right side of the line. LaShawn McCoy's vision is just disgusting. How about Mike Gillisley? You know, yeah, he he's always good for a couple of nice long plays. No, know? exactly. I think the offense really capitalized on Anthony Lynn and his creative play calling. And, you know, and, and it's not even like he was doing anything that was too off the charts. You know, he was, you know, we got some wildcat looks, some direct snaps, which I mean, actually worked out really well this time around. You know, we've seen we've seen that flop a couple of times, but. I mean, Shady McCoy's taking it, taking it, you know, direct and. You know what's crazy about that direct snap? Tell me. Is, is they, like, these teams, I think, know what's going to happen now. And they just, the, this offensive line just keeps executing. Nobody can stop it. Every time it's been run, there's been positive yards. And I'm not just talking like a yard or two, I'm talking like at least four on a lot of occasions. That is pretty crazy. And then, yeah, it's like, oh, here they go. Tyrod Taylor goes out, spreads wide. And if you notice Tyrod Taylor, too, in this game, he was steering clear. He was not blocking anybody. I don't know if you noticed that. If there was any round response, he was like, <laughs> I am out of the way. I love seeing that, even though it is nice to see him, you know, do his thing in a blocking game. But I like that he's very, very hesitant you know, to. Uh, I, I'm still waiting for my EJ Manuel, the Tyrod Taylor touchdown pass. Still waiting for it. What if they re-sign EJ Manuel and they're like, you know, look at this Terrell Pryor guy. No, it's not going to happen. So really, though, um, Tyrod Taylor had a lot of time in the pocket. He had a lot of time in the pocket. And the throw that he hit Nick O'Leary with, he could have hit a check down on a deep throw. And he hung in there. And I really think that they Yeah, knew... I mean, his elusiveness won him a few of those plays, too. You know what I mean? Well, There's, two two there, in a row, two in a yeah, row. There was definitely some plays that you aren't making if you aren't Tyrod Taylor. You know, the first play was to Powell. Second play, or was it Woods? And then the second play was to Clay. Like it was two in a row because I remember taking video of it to send to Dave Larson. He was in New York City listening to Murph, and I wanted to send him a little high, highlight reel. So I sent him, I think, uh, three or four plays. But really, Tyrod Taylor, I feel like in the Buffalo Bills, knew that Bill Belichick is going to make this kid throw. And when you come out of it, he took what the defense gave him. And he made these short throws. They they did a lot more slants this time. And at the, at the end of it, you get Robert Woods with seven receptions, 89 yards. Seven for 15 on third down efficiency. Control the clock all day long. 36 minutes and 11 seconds versus 23 minutes and 49 seconds. I mean, in the first quarter, the Buffalo Bills offense just took the air out of the ball. I feel like that whole first quarter was like... Was that a Deflategate joke? Hmm. Y- yeah. 
Those. Oh sh- well, played, Dave. <laughs> wow, you took the air out of the show. Fucking took the air out of your girlfriend too. Oh. Oh wait, no. That's that. I'm the one with the blow up doll, huh? You have the human. You have the human female. Ah shit. There was like about. I feel like the Patriots could not get it going in on on offense, and and really that that first quarter, the Bills didn't give them much opportunity. So you got they gotta be on the bench. Like when are we getting in? That that first drive was over seven minutes. I mean. It's exactly what we've been saying. They, the two things we've been saying they need to do is control the clock and shore up the penalties, and they did both of those things this game. And that's for sure. And, you know, Richie and Cagnino had I mean, three. I'm saying short up penalties when they still had six penalties for 60 yards, but... Richie had three penalties, but whatever. I don't, I don't I'm not going to hammer on it. He, he even said after the game, you don't care. Did they win? Yup, they won, but... Like you're saying, man, you hammered on it. We talked on the phone, controlling the clock. I mean, we've been preaching that since after the first game. And give these coaches a chance to correct themselves. What have they done? Rex Ryan has done a hell of a lot of correcting and steering this team on the right path. And he will credit his players and his coaches for for all of it. Right. And that's what we've been looking for. And now we're at 2-2. Two and two. This offense looks different. You're taking time off the clock? No. Before it was, can you get the plays in time? Can you get the plays where Tyrod Taylor can at least see what coverage the defense is in? Please. And then find the mismatches. That seems to be the game right now. I mean, this is two weeks in a row that they've started in with an early lead and maintained it throughout the course. I mean, this time they didn't allow any points. You had Gostowski out there looking like Dan Carpenter. You had Dan Carpenter out there looking like Dan Carpenter. I was so waiting for that. I had I had twenty two minutes up. in. I had to bring it. It up. took that long. Oh, he stay missing one here and there though. It's it's nerve wracking, man. Like I I didn't even watch the first one he kicked. I covered my eyes because like I didn't even want to see it if it didn't go through. Then he like I built he built up my confidence a little bit and then when I got when I got ready to look again what to do fucking misses <laughs> we didn't even talk about it I don't think did we even talk did we even text about it Nah I didn't even text you about it this time It's like a given I mean we've just kind of it's almost like when you chop off a limb. You just, like, stick it in a campfire for yourself so you can cauterize the wound. And then it, like, hardens up or whatever the hell happens there. And now you got a solid stump. <laughs> it's kind of like that's what we've done about kicker talk within each other. I'm not even going to bust your balls. I'm shocked you, I'm shocked we still have sacks there because we've been bashing them in with kicks <laughs> about kickers. Like, for real. I don't care. It's going to happen. I account for it. And you know what? Rex accounts for it, too, because... In previous games this season, he's proven to go for it on a short fourth and one. And that's what I like to see. This team's awareness level. But, Dave, it could have been 19 to nothing. This is true. Or they could have got more touchdowns. Could say that, too. But LaShawn got his. I'm happy for it. Defensive side of the ball. 
You ready to talk about that? No. <laughs> All right. Nope, still not. Zach Brown. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. What do you got? What's your theory on Zach Brown? Same thing I said last time we talked about him. The dude is lighting it the fuck up. 18 tackles. Four for a loss. 13 of those solo. He had a sack. And... He caused a fumble on Brissett. Yes, he did. And he even he was on the John Murphy show earlier today. Oh, wait, was that Zach Brown or was that Preston Brown? No, that was Zach Brown. He was on the Murphy show earlier today, and uh, he mentioned, he goes, I'm shocked that Brissett didn't slide. And so he just squared up and hit him, and his whole theory is uh, he's been coached, and I guess everybody on defense is coached, that the quarterback is the worst when it comes to carrying the ball. So... Oh, I That's don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many times I fumbled running around with the quarterback on Madden. Bringing it back to Madden. Always. All right. So the Bills D. Zach Brown had the sack. Lorenzo Alexander keeping his sack a game streak going, and then Jerry Hughes had my favorite sack, maybe my favorite sack of the year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that. Uh, that one where he brought Brissett back 14 yards. I like that shit. That was pretty good. He dragged them down. It was some pretty people, good. It was some a, people say he got... It was a wonderful sack. It was a wonderful sack. Some people say he got his fingers in the face, Mac. I didn't watch the replay. I didn't care. There was a lot of things this game where the Bills, usually we'd be like, well, no flag on that. I was looking for yellow a lot. Yeah, I, I was just about to bring that up. The refs kind of kind of let us slide this week a little bit, it felt like. Well, they were hitting Tyrod Taylor off the bat out of bounds a little bit. And kind of you thought after that, all right, maybe they're going to let these guys play. I thought that was a pretty decently officiated game, maybe because it went in the Bills' favor. I don't know. Uh, Rex Ryan got his challenge right. That was pretty sweet. And I thought right off the bat that that catch offensively over the line was, uh, I was shocked from the TV angle. It clearly over at least the TV line, which is unofficial. But really, it was weird being a Bills fan, seeing a game against the Patriots penalty-wise, not being super high because we're used to the Bills shooting themselves in the foot. It's hey. what we all want. Not being super high? Nah, come on. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> it's like un, it's like unreal. It, and I was on the job today, and I'm in this guy's house. Good guy. And he was mentioning, he, he's a big Bills fan. He was mentioning, yeah, I had a dream Saturday that, uh, that the Bills lost. Like, I think he said like 17 nothing. He's like, I had this dream. It's awful. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sucks. It's weird. You know, just that really does suck. But the Bills came out with a shutout. The refs did a decent job. Zach Brown, back on Zach Brown, number 53 was everywhere. He was like the contra spread. Just how how do you perform that well, and don't forget, we've been saying this since 
he was signed. He has been the number one guy for that spot. Ratlin was great. Of course, you might want to see your rookie play. But Zach Brown is still proven. And as any coach will say, the cream rises to the top. And I feel that Zach Brown would have eventually played his way into the role he's in anyways if Ragland somehow took that spot. But really, keep in mind, Zach Brown, is a, he's a super freak athlete. That, that first play of the game from the Patriots that got called back, which they actually called the cheating on the, on the illegal block, which is pretty wild, that's when I knew I liked this ref, these refs. When they actually called that back, of Gilmore being held practically on on a block. Oh, he he was getting mauled. But Zach Brown ran all the way down the field for that tackle. Yeah, he did. All the way down the field. And that makes you wonder, is Edelman tired for the game? No Chris Hogan? Why, Chris Hogan who? You know, so... Also, Kyle Williams is playing awesome. You know, I think it was really funny... What? The Patriots signed Glenn Gronkowski. <laughs> he gave him the wrong game plan. Did he not ask Glenn any questions? Because they cut the playbook. I don't know, man. What's that tell you? That might tell you that a lot of shit has changed. But def- defensively, this team was just dominant. And these guys came into that stadium, into Foxborough, in the Gillette Stadium, with the chip on their shoulder, like, no way are we letting a third-string quarterback beat us. No way. There is no way. And I thought LeGarrette Blount was going to really wreck some stuff. But the Bills have faced some very good running backs this year so far. Every running back they've faced is pretty decent. Anywhere from the Jets... Forte, down to the Ravens, you oh, know, yeah. the Cardinals with, with the premier back in the league and David Johnson. I told you, somebody in my league took him number one in a 16-team in-person draft and and for pretty good money. Took him number one. And let's just be real here. You know what I'm really impressed with with, with the defense? Aaron Williams, another good game. Uh, guys, girls... In between. This Buffalo Bills defense royally pounded the Patriots. Absolutely pounded the Patriots. Physically, up and down the field. It reminded me when we were all hyped on the Bills. And Chan Gailey and the Bills got off to a good start with Fitzpatrick. And then LaDainian Tomlinson said before the game, this is the same old Bills. This is the same old Bills when it was with the Jets. I remember being in the stadium next to Jets fans in Buffalo. It was an all-whiteout game. And Rex Ryan's defense came in and just smashed the Buffalo Bills. Just absolutely smashed them. I feel like this is what the Bills just did to the Patriots. All these people laughing about hiring Rob Ryan, laughing about this being a circus, whatever. They take the heat, and they proved it. And if all Rob Ryan did is help the linebackers, I'll take these two Browns over anybody. For you people out there all obsessed with the Jim Schwartz defense, let it fucking go. 
because Nigel Bradham played great with the Bills with Jim Schwartz. I'm telling you right now, Zach Brown is playing twice as good as Nigel Bradham ever dreamed he would have played in Jim Schwartz's defense, but now in Rex Ryan's defense, Zach Brown. I mean, Zach Brown is the value pick of the year so far. Just incredible free agent pick, pickup. This team is for real. They yeah, are just not Everyone wanted to around. fire Doug Whaley two weeks ago, so. Yeah. LeGarrette Blount is limping. Even Bennett was limping. You know, and then um, Yo, Bolden was rim- limping. Martellus Bennett's a bad motherfucker. He is. He really is. And how about Gronk? Gronk must be really hurt. He was just in there mostly blocking. I think he had two targets. And that's the thing. You think with two big-ass tight ends, you would think that they'd be able to just throw it off on this Bills defense. But the, what the defense has in Rex's scheme is it's very linebacker-friendly. The linebackers are going to succeed. It lets the linebackers make plays. We have Marcel Darius coming back next week. Can you believe that? Yeah, I mean, is there a better defensive tackle in the league? Maybe, maybe not. Zach Brown can cover people. Marcel Darius smashes people. Preston Brown is just killing it, too. And, and you got guys like Adolphus Washington playing great against the run. You got Kyle Williams doing prime time Kyle Williams things. I am so excited. Brandon Spikes, he hasn't had that many snaps, but the Brown brothers have been playing so good together. There's no other thing for They're not actually brothers. What? (laughs) Thanks. Even Brandon Spikes, he only had a few snaps, but he's almost coming in and out with the Dolphins, or with uh, Alexander there on the edge. So, Kind of interesting seeing different looks all the time with this defense. The cornerbacks, I guess you could say they stepped up, but really the Patriots were 1-12 and on third down. So what's That's that tell you? pretty terrible. Right. So It's but, like they have like a rookie third-string quarterback or something. Here's the deal. At the end of what's this... What's the deal? To wrap this up, I think we hit a lot of the major points I wanted to get to. I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the fans who have stuck around and the fans who are starting to see the light. And and really, this coaching staff is trying to clean up their problems. Now, can Tyrod Taylor do a little better? Well, you could say that about anybody. But really, if you were the Patriots fans, finally you got a taste. To They got a taste to be... A Bills fan, where you dwell on the dumb shit. You you see a draw play on, like, third and 16? What? You know what they really? got? They got a taste of what it's going to be like when Tom Brady's gone. Exactly. Bill Belichick turtled up in this game. And, and no urgency in the fourth quarter from the Patriots. They packed up their bags in their own home. Rex Ryan did that. Now... What's great is if you're thinking that this team is too high right now, well, guess what? Victory Monday for this team, there's almost 100% attendance rate in the building at One Bills Drive on Monday, which is today for us. So that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. And they're not required to be there. This team is together. That 0-2 start might be the best thing to happen to this team. Firing Greg Roman, letting this offense breathe, simplifying the playbook. The, the, these coaches are doing what smart coaches do. 
Talk to the players. Find out what they like. Simplify. What can they handle? Tyrod Taylor is coming up to the line with time, and he is just doing his thing. Find a mismatch. You know, what's going on with the defense? Week one and two, not really happening. Also, they've also did a little bit of hurry-up offense. I like it. I like it. Nick O'Leary, no gloves, just savaging. And what's kind of funny is we're going out to L.A. The Rams are 3-1. and one. We're going to have our preview coming up Wednesday. So please, again, check back. The Rams are 3-1. and one. I think they're, they're doing all right. Their defense is stout. But really, the way Tyrod Taylor played this last game, hey, Bill Belichick made him be a quarterback, and he made a bunch of throws over the middle. I started keeping track of it on Twitter, and after within, I believe, his first 10 throws, he had three to four within the middle. I was like, I'm not even worried about it. I'm not even worried about it. It's dumb. Tyrod Taylor had time. He played quarterback. Very satisfied with this team. Can't wait. And let's keep hanging in there, guys, girls, in between. Let's, let's just keep doing our thing. You know, I'm I'm pretty positive. I'm pumped. I can't believe this team just shut out the Patriots. Tom Brady or not, let's get used to it. That's all I got to say. If they go to the West Coast and, and, and clean up a couple teams, beat the Dolphins, you got Brady again in four games from now. So let's see what this team's made of. If they, if they can go five and two, shit. Shit. They got to go on a run. They got to go on a run. And now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> what do I know about going on a run? Shit, don't look at me like that. I've never gone on a run in my life. Not even a light jog. I've seen you run, I think, once. Didn't we try playing tennis or something? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, what, was there free barbecue? Or... Probably. Find us on numbillsfan.com. Check us all out. Also. Or else. Or else. I just wanted to throw that in there. See us Wednesday, 7 p.m. on Facebook Live. Facebook.com. NumBillsFan.com. Or NumBillsFan. Facebook. Okay. We are also on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Please. Just listen up. Because, uh. Calling it how we see it, how it is. We're not Debbie Downers. We're a little bit more dreamy, but we're here and we're proud. Also, don't forget PunchDrunkSports.com. Follow them on Twitter at PunchDrunk. We are the official. Subscribe to their podcast, too. Yeah, it's like really Shit. good. I don't even like podcasts and I listen to the. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that, am I? <laughs> I didn't even know you liked audio, which is actually true because you're a big reader. I don't know how to read. That's not true. You can't read porn. Don't forget, Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock, Punch Drunk Sports, everywhere. Wednesday nights, 7 o'clock, we will be, I don't know why I said Punch Drunk Sports, on our Facebook, facebook.com, Numb Bills Fan. Find us everywhere, punchdrunksports.com, billsforlife.com. Don't forget, billsforlife.com. Great guys, great charities they run. Love those guys. They, yeah, they, do, they a, do the Red Pinto tailgate. It's 
awesome people. They do it big for sure. And also, lastly, CoverOne.net. You need all your play breakdowns. Eric Turner, he does not mess around. That's our boy. Pretty much. Well, that's it. Take care. See you next time. Bye. Stay numb.